This is Best Show Gems, the best of the best show on WFMU. My name is Tom Sharpling. I'm the host of the best show on WFMU. And I guess I'm the host of Best Show Gems also. As I said earlier, Best Show Gems, it's a sliver, a slice, a sampling of what we do during the full three-hour extravaganza that is the best show on WFMU. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this. Or actually, if you're working out, lean up and get excited and get ready to enjoy another installment of Best Show Gems. FMU, you're on the air. Hi, Tom. My name's Ken Miller. Hey, Ken. How are you tonight? I'm good. Uh, I'm the Reverend at Newbridge Episcopalian. Oh. Well, that's, that's interesting. I usually don't get a whole lot of... Uh... A lot of religious calls. Well, I, I, I've never really called a radio station before. And the reason I'm calling is I just wanted to let you and your listeners know about some of the special things that we've got uh, on tap here at Newbridge Episcopalian. Okay. That I think will definitely appeal to your young listeners. Okay. Well, well what, do you have, uh, what, what do you have lined up? Well, we're really trying to connect with the young people of Newbridge on a level that they can really relate to. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's kind of where we're coming from. We're trying to make make inroads in that department. I think I, I actually heard about. Are you you're kind of famous for this? Like, there's a. I think I read about you, right? Well, wh- what did you read? Just about uh, there was. Uh, it was like an article about a. Uh, uh, a priest, or excuse, I don't know the terminology. Excuse, I think it was about a priest or something trying to reach out to all the kids throughout Newbridge, kind of like the it was like the rock and roll reverend or something. Oh no, um, yeah, that's our good friends over at Newbridge Lutheran. Uh huh. Yeah, they have this this great new minister named Reverend Mike Thompson. Uh huh. And he used to be a rock and roll guitar player in a band that was actually from Newbridge called white tiger yeah okay yeah 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 yeah. that was him yeah okay i just uh it's just when you started talking all about kind of reaching out to the kids and stuff you start talking about reaching out to the kids that's kind of what he was was all about was kind of trying to yeah yeah aim his his uh his his uh you know approach to speaking to young kids mm-hmm. so but you were saying you do a similar thing well you know he's he's a great guy. You know, uh-huh. uh, from what I hear, he's showing movies and that sort of thing to you know for the kids and having having uh, rock and roll bands play also. Uh-huh. Well, well, what kind what kind of movies would he show? I uh, you know I, I've heard he plays things like the uh, you know the cross and the switchblade, mm-hmm. the last temptation of Christ, things like that. I, I haven't seen any of these movies, but it's. I, I, I think it's to start a dialogue with the young people. Uh huh. Which and is it's, it's a great idea. It's a, it's a pretty good idea. It's, I think it's a healthy thing in the context of of your you know if you if you have a a spiritual life to be able to discuss certain aspects of it. Oh, definitely, definitely. But uh, I gotta say, I think what we've got coming up at uh, Newbridge Episcopalian will be even more appealing to the Newbridge teenagers than what Reverend Mike is doing. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, well, what what kind of stuff do you have lined up? Well, we're also presenting a series of rock and roll concerts this summer. We've got uh, what we call our Make a Joyful Noise Festival mm-hmm. in August. Okay. And we've got groups like, uh, let me see here, uh, 
Cropsey, uh, Hexhead, uh, White Rain, they will be playing. And, uh, White Rain? Mm-hmm. I th- I, if, if I remember correctly, I think White Rain is like a, like a white power group. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, in those other groups, what was that? In, in Necropsy? Yeah. I mean, what kind of music is that? Well, Chuck says that these are the bands that the kids today really like. Uh-huh. I, I've never really heard, heard of any of them. Well, who is Chuck? Well, um, Chuck is a, um, well, <laughs> to be honest, Tom, I'm 54 years old. Okay. And my knowledge of popular music stopped in 1977, the year I entered the seminary. Mm-hmm. And the last album I bought was uh, called Stranger by Billy Joel. Okay, yeah, that was about that time. And I figured, you know, I, I mean, I'm so out of touch with this stuff. Who best to find out what today's kids are into than the very kind of person I'm, I'm trying to reach out to? Mm-hmm. So I went down to Newbridge Commons, and I started talking to the very nice young man who works at the arcade. Okay, there's that arcade kind of at the far end of the mall. It's about I think it's like two doors down from where the Lady Foot Locker used to be. Yeah. Nothing's in there yet, which is kind of weird. That Lady Foot Locker's been kind of empty for a while. I've heard strange stories about that, about that place. You know, when you're, when you're working in the community, you, you often hear, I don't know if tall tales is the right uh, mm-hmm. phrase, but yeah, there's, people say there are ghosts in that, in that, in that one little area in the lady footlocker yes I, i've heard something happened there i don't really know a lot about it maybe might be something for for your show you know like a kind of like a ghost story segment some, some night well maybe maybe if we around halloween or something if we do like a ghost story segment that would be uh we could kind of find out a little bit about the lady footlocker i think that's a great idea so chuck basically told me about these bands and, and he kind of lined them up for me so Chuck is a guy who works at the arcade? Yes, he dispenses the quarters. Okay. Yeah. And how did you come in contact with Chuck? I just walked up to him and said, I, I, you know, I introduced myself, and I, I'd love to know what you kids are into music-wise and mm-hmm. what you thought uh, I could, uh, who I could hire to kind of work in and, and help bring the kids in. Now Chuck, is, do you, is he like a typical teen or something? Is it what? Like he is. I mean, he doesn't have any hair. Okay. And he's got um, kind of like these rings coming out of his eyebrows, which I thought was very odd. That that's like a piercing. I guess so. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I would. And how old is he? He. Uh, I think he's around twenty. Okay. Yeah. He reminds me a lot of Matthew. Who's Matthew? Matthew is a young fellow I met at the Video Vault uh, over at East Newbridge Muse. Uh huh. And he's the guy that's helping me get some films to show. So you're going to also show some movies yeah. to try to, yeah. yeah, to try to spark discussion, I exactly. guess. Exactly. And, and you know, my like I said, my knowledge of basically popular culture ended in '77. Last film I saw was Saturday Night Fever. Okay. Yeah. Well, you went out on a good one. I did, after uh-huh. I saw Oh God. Okay. Yeah. So, well, that's, that's kind of cool. Uh, so he recommended these, these films that, I, that he said are, are very inspiring. Uh-huh. Yeah. What movies? Uh, let me see here. Uh, You're Soaking in Her, uh, 
it's raining membranes, pucadelphia, and something called Dr. Sleaze. Well, those are, those are just, those are not, I would say those are the opposite of inspiring. Well, um, Matthew says that they're by a very famous director named Trent L. Strauss. Yeah, who who's a like an exploitation horror director. Well, he, I didn't hear that, but he said they're, he's very uh, highly regarded in Europe, especially Belgium. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> I don't know if he's as highly uh, respected here, though. I think he's kind of more like a like a like a guy who just kind of makes these kind of sleazy oh, no, horror really? movies. Yeah. These are not these are not the kind of movies I really think you want to be showing over at the at the church. I've already rented them and I've I paid those bands already. What do you think about a, a film called Pirates of the Caribbean Two? Um, well, I think that's closer. That's definitely more family friendly. Because I've got that one. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not, but the other it's not out yet. It kind of, I don't think that huh. comes out for another week and a half. Well, I'm doing a double feature of that and something called Little Man. Well, that, that's another. I don't think that comes out for about three weeks. That's a, that's another movie. Those are movies that are not even out theatrically. Well, I have them. <laughs> How do you have them? Well, I met this this uh, man, a, a German man, uh-huh. named uh, Werner, and he got them for me. Uh huh. Werner. Yes. Can you describe Werner? The, he, well, he looks a little bit like... Um, do you know the... I mean, I would describe him, I guess. Blonde. Have you seen a movie called... Uh, he was described to me this way. A friend who, who introduced him to me said he looks like a guy who was in a film called, I think, The, the Hitchhiker? Yes, Rutger Hauer. That's, that's, I think that's the same Werner. But smaller. But, and he also has a... Uh, a beard. Yes. That is dyed, I think, black. Yes, like a mustache. But his hair is like yellow. Yeah, like yeah. almost white. Exactly. Yeah. That's him, yes. Yeah, so he got you these movies. Well, that's illegal to have movies that are, aren't out Ooh, yet. Really? Well, that, expl- that explains something else. What's that? He's kind of creepy. Yes, Werner's very creepy. I've uh, seen from... him lurking around the narthex on Sundays. Around the what? The narthex, that's the front area of the, of the church. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I know, I know. Uh, some people have had problems with him in terms of. I, I think he's involved in some uh, kind of unsavory, uh, at, some uh, you know, uh, business dealings. Oh, no, well, you learn something every day about the whole. It's a whole underside of uh, Newbridge that I never knew really existed. Well, where are you finding these people? It's kind of out, out, out in in the community. Well, it, I mean, it seems like you've got a real knack for finding the wrong people. Well, I met Chuck, and Chuck introduced me to Matthew, and Matthew introduced me to Werner. Well, I think the problem might have been you meeting Chuck. Well, hmm. have you ever heard of a TV program called Sopranos? Yeah. It's a popular, real popular show on, on the HBO. Well, I'm pleased to tell you. Two of the huge stars from that show mm-hmm. are going to be attending services in the upcoming weeks. I'm sorry? Two, two of the biggest stars of that show are going to be attending my services. Two of the biggest stars of that show, really? Yeah. yeah. Well, who, oh, yeah. What are, do you know their names? Uh, yes. Let's see here. Hang on. Louis Lombardi. 
Louis Lombardi. And George Laros. I don't, I don't recognize either of those names. Well, I, I've got their headshots here. Louis Lombardi played Agent Skip Lapari. On The Sopranos? Yes. So he's one of the FBI guys, I guess. Okay. I guess, yeah, one of the big ones, I guess, one of okay. the stars. And George Laros played Raymond Curto, who uh, says here is a New Jersey capo. I mean, that, I got to tell you, those are not exactly the big, you said they were big stars? That's what Werner said. Well, I've, I've seen every episode of the show, and I'm having a real hard time placing them. Why are you making these these efforts like this to uh, to to reach out like this with all these? Well, Tom, I've lost a good portion of my flock as a result of uh, Reverend Mike. Uh huh. And and his reach out program. Yeah. Now, I'm not as charismatic as he is, I guess, and so I got to do something to get my flock back. So you're losing people. Reverend Mike is kind of reaching more kids. Yeah, and and, uh, and then with that, their parents. Uh huh. Yeah, it's it's very frustrating. I've been doing this a long time, and to see a, I don't want to be too disparaging, but a, yeah, a reverend come lately, you know, kind of steal steal my flock away. It's 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 uh it saddens me. I I, I it's fr- I'm frustrated. Mm-hmm. Well, I can I can see how it would be frustrating. I just think there might be a better approach to it, though. Well, I think I found a better approach too. You mean to have guys from TV shows show up at at your at your mass? Yeah. But I mean, that's not exactly spreading the the message that you're interested in spreading. What about the vouchers? <laughs> what are the vouchers? Well. Anyone who comes and receives communion uh-huh. will receive, in addition to their wine and wafer, mm-hmm. a voucher for autographs uh, from Lewis and George. So you mean when they come up, when they they come up to the front to kind yeah. of receive communion, you're giving them a voucher in return? Exactly. Yeah. Well, that sounds that sounds like you're really kind of that sounds like you're kind of corrupting what the whole point of going up to the to the front of the church and receiving communion is all about. I don't think so. Well, next thing I know, you're going to be uh, knocking the celebrity lookalikes. Uh, I, please tell me about the celebrity lookalikes. Well, we've got uh, celebrity lookalikes coming in, not this coming Sunday, but the next Sunday, President Bush, uh, an actress called uh, Jenna Jameson. Oh, God, that's a porn actress. Oh, really? Yes. And what are you doing with them? We just put them around the uh, congregation in the pews. But we and don't really tell the public that they're not the real people. So, so Is that wrong? That's very wrong. You're, that's uh, So people are just going to go to Matt. You think you're going to, what, create a buzz on on your, on your, on your, on your, uh... Mass and that people are going to be like, I'm going to show up because I heard President Bush goes to the church. I heard he was he was at uh, like a ten o'clock mass with President Bush and Jenna Jameson. The way Werner sold it to me, it sounded like a good idea. Well, Ver- why are you listening to this guy Werner? 
because I'm afraid of him? You shouldn't be. Well, I, I can. You should be afraid of him, actually. So should I cancel these people and also the Rich Robinson lookalike? Yes. Oh, I know that Rich Robinson lookalike. He's from a, I guess, a band called Black Crow. Yeah. That, well, he he he's a lookalike. He's not in the band. I think he's he had some plan to like kidnap the guy from the that he, who he looked like and then switch no. places with him. Really? Yes. I would really, um, I think you're really going, I understand you want to reach people. Yeah. I understand you feel that you're getting your... Our attendance is down 80% at this point. Uh-huh. Well, I understand. Maybe there's other ways to inspire people other than kind of incorporating the, like, the lowest, uh, you know, uh, mainstream pop culture uh, references and trappings. You know, there might be a higher way of inspiring people. Like laser anthrax? What is laser anthrax? Well, from what Chuck says, uh, it works this way. On a nice summer evening, the kids come uh, to the church, and they sit on the grass in a tent behind the church. Mm-hmm. And a professional laser operator that I've hired uh, comes, and he shoots laser beams onto the tent ceiling while the music of a, a group called Anthrax plays over the sound system. Oh. Oh, that's so depressing. Chuck says it's very spiritual. It's not. Well, just think of the name of the band. It's Anthrax. Well, I know it's... I don't know what it is, actually. You don't know what... Well, it just... If something was called Anthrax, do you think it would be spiritual? I don't. He. I was told it was biblical in nature, but I, I didn't. I didn't really have time to look it up. You mean like as in a plague? I guess so. Yeah. No, it's not. It's a. It's a. Oh. It's a heavy metal uh, band, and they're not even a good one. Oh. I mean, I know that doesn't enter into the picture, but they're a. a they're not even a good one, and so laser anthrax. Oh, you're really misguided on this. I'm sorry. You don't think the laser beams are going to help get people in? The what? The laser beams? The, well, it's laser beams. Okay. Not beams. Write that down. But I don't, I definitely don't think, if you get people, they're showing up for the wrong reasons. But I've got to get them in somehow. Uh-huh. I wonder if I should cancel Kamal now. What is Kamal. Well, I've also heard that today's kids are very excited about what's called prank telephone calls. Uh-huh. And I've arranged to have a young man named Kamal, who's apparently the best at that, come perform several of these prank calls over the church PA system during uh, sermons. You mean, that's one of the, that, Kamal, is that one of the jerky boys? That sounds familiar, yes. Yeah. I think Chuck said that that, something like that, yes. So you're complete. You're just, he's not the best. No, he's well. First of all, he's not the best. Oh no. Secondly, who's the best? The best. I get. I don't even. There's a guy. Johnny B was the other guy from Jerky Boys, but Johnny he was B. better than Kamal. To get Chuck to get on that Johnny. No, I'm not saying he should go hire him. You think he's more expensive? I'm, well, I'm sure he's more expensive. Oh, okay, I'm already kind of over on this. Well, over what? Just our budget. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
How far over your budget are Pretty you? Pretty far. Let's just say I need to have at least 700 people every Sunday for basically the next year. Uh-huh. And if they can all put in about $20 That'll just help a Sunday, you. Uh-huh. I'll be breaking even. Wow. Well, that you really are... Um, you, this is just... This is very sad. Wait till you hear about preach... Uh, Preach free sermons. What what is a preach free sermon? Well, that's where the kids can come down and do whatever they they like during the time that we normally would have sermons. We do it once a month. Uh huh. They can do whatever they want: play their video games, listen to their iPods, uh, eat candy. They're what, what are they listening to? The iPods. <laughs> iPod. Yeah. It's an it's iPod. Okay. But that that's Matthew, neither. I thought Matthew said iPod. Well, that's neither here nor there. I just think that what is, what is the point of showing? They might as well not show up then to church. Well, like I said, I got I got to get these people back in. Uh-huh. You know, uh huh. I mean, I've got to hook them, and as far as I can tell, this is the only way I can do it to get them away from the clutches of Reverend Sleaze. I mean, Reverend Mike. Reverend Sleaze. Why are you calling him Reverend Sleaze? Well, Tom, I didn't want it to get to this, but. It's no secret that Reverend Mike partook in the debauched lifestyle that goes along with the world of rock and roll. Uh huh. No secret at all. Okay. You'll notice that in that article in the Newbridge Herald Times Herald, mm-hmm. they left out the part where Reverend Mike was arrested back in 1989. And what was he arrested for? Uh, I think it was having sex in a public bathroom while under the influence of cocaine. Oh my God! Uh, at least that's what uh, Daryl says. That's what who says? Uh, Daryl. And who is Daryl? He's a private investigator I hired. What? Well, and why did you hire a private investigator? Well, I just wanted to know what was up with uh, this new reverend. I think that I think I was within my rights. And what what would you do with the information? Well, you know, I, I don't know. Say but, it on the radio. Oh, I'm not on the air, am I? Yes, you are. I told you you were on the air. Oh, jeepers. Okay, well, well, okay, well, I'll just say this. I, I would like to think that uh, Reverend Mike's new um, parishioners would like to know as much as they can about the man that they're entrusting with their children's spiritual guidance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, and, uh... And I'll have you know, mm-hmm. with the exception of that one incident in 99, my record is spotless. Well, what, what is the one incident? Well, technically the charge was for breaking and entering, but it, it was quickly dropped. You were you were charged with breaking and well, entering? Well, my record's clean. Well, what were you charged with? Well, it, basically it turned out that the arresting uh, officer, Officer Harrops, uh-huh. he was uh, found to be on cocaine when he arrested me. Okay. What a horrible breach of ethics. What's happening to this community, Tom? So the so the arresting officer was was under the influence of cocaine. Uh, yes. When he arrested you. Yeah, as I was entering uh, the establishment in question after it had closed. Uh huh. And what was the establishment in question? Uh, adult mania. Why? Adult mania. Yes. Which is an which is an, an adult bookstore. It's on Frontage Road. Yes, that's where I've seen that before. I mean, everything on Frontage Road, that's like a pretty rough neighborhood. Well, basically, 
what happened, Tom? I was walking down Frontage Road one afternoon, uh-huh. and I saw a stray dog run into uh, that establishment, and I ran in after it to rescue it. Uh-huh. And I was unable to find the dog, and uh, basically, I, I, I don't know. Later that night, I needed to buy some, some groceries for an ailing parishioner, a shut-in. Uh-huh. And I realized I didn't have my debit card, and I figured I must have le- uh, lost it at Adult Mania that day, and I had to go back and retrieve it. Well, well this is not making sense. What, why? You went in chasing after a stray dog? Uh-huh. And how how does chasing after a stray dog? How on earth are you losing your debit card? Well, I, I, I think I might have bought something. I, I like a summit bar or some water at the counter. And I, I never did find that dog. But then I had to go back in later that night. It was closed, and I I slipped through a window. And just as I had located my debit card, uh, I guess Officer Harrops came storming in. He he saw me. Uh, see me go in the window or something. Mm-hmm. But as I said, the charges were dropped because he was he was found to have been under the influence of drugs. Yes, yeah. And you know, Tom. Uh huh. You didn't hear it from me, but word is that Reverend Mike has a ton of other skeletons in his closet. Uh huh. Like what? Well, I hear he was a very frequent customer of the strip clubs uh, right up until he joined the uh, ministerhood. Yeah. Well, the, who, so, I, I, I mean, what, what, what is that? What bearing does that have on anything? Oh, I think it has plenty of bearing. Um, you know, I saw him at the Love Nest up on uh, Muffler Road. Well, you saw him there. Yeah. Well, how did you see him there? Well, I was walking down Muffler uh, Row, and I saw this stray dog go in there. Uh huh. And I went in after it, and I never did find that dog. But I was very thirsty, and I bought a club soda at the bar. Uh-huh. And while I was sipping it, I saw Mike come in. Oh, it was disgusting. He paid for multiple lap dances. And this is when? When he was a, he was a, he was a, a reverend already? No, it was right before he was. I recognized him. Uh-huh. Was yeah. this right before you? This is not right. Was this right before you were a reverend? Oh, no, I was already a reverend. Uh-huh. I, <laughs> what were you were in this place? Like I said, I went in to find that stray dog. Uh, it sounds like you really... I, I've got to say, I felt very sorry for you. The fact that you're kind of aiming your, your entire focus to trying to, to uh, lure kids to the church, whether or not it be the most... But from, from a completely groundless standpoint... To where you're, you know, the message, the reason that people should get involved, you should want to be involved in an in a organized religion, goes out the window. It's, you know, I thought you, I thought you were just misguided with that, but now I'm hearing you talk about these other things. It's, like, it's sick, isn't it, what he's doing? Well, what well, are, That woman was grinding against him, and, and well, they ended up going back to this private room for like a private dance. Well, what were you Ugh. doing there? At that point, I had climbed into the false ceiling just to see what was going on. It was sick. I wanted to see what these what goes on in these places. And I fell out onto the stage right in the middle of this one woman's dance. Uh-huh. I ripped her G-string off. Oh, God. It was sick. It really is sick. And then sick. she fell on me, which was sicker. This, is re- this whole thing sounds sick. You know what's I- even sicker? 
What? I once saw him totally drunk one night at Los Amigos. Uh-huh. At bar near Newbridge Commons. Yeah, yeah, I know. He was drunk beyond all recognition. And again, what were you doing at Los Amigos? Well, I was walking by that place, uh-huh. and I saw the stray, stray dog, dog. Go, Yeah. So you saw a st- What is it with you and stray dogs? I, I don't know what it is. I just see them, and i got to help them. I never did find that dog. I'm but sure. I did see Mike having sex in the bathroom. Oh, God. And I called Officer Harrops. <laughs> yeah. Officer Harrops had to let him go. Why is that? Because Officer Harris was on cocaine. <laughs> knew he'd get in trouble again. Oh, this town. Why you're you? Why are you? I I've got to say you are very. It sounds like you're a very torn person. I'm trying to help everybody, and oh. you know how you could help me, Tom? How? Can you help me get a hold of 700 pounds of fireworks in time in, in uh, time for the fourth? No. Why? Well, I've taken out all these ads in the local press for this massive fireworks uh, presentation I have planned. Mm-hmm. We're going to spell out Newbridge Episcopalian rocks in fireworks inside the church. Yeah. But nobody wants to sell me the fireworks. They say it's too dangerous. To fire them off inside a church? Yeah. That's extremely dangerous. That's what they're saying. And they are right. You don't have any inns at Black Cat Fireworks in Middle Westbridge, do you? You know what? If I did, I wouldn't help you with it. Oh, that's not very nice. You, you know what? You just light the stuff and it goes off, right? No, it's extremely dangerous. Well. I, I don't, I, this is really depressing me now. I, I don't know why you're so mis... You are typical of, of just about all these, uh... People in Newbridge I've been meeting recently. I I don't know what to do. I I might have to give a give up. I, I oh hey I gotta run. What's that? Someone's coming. Who's that? Well, I'm at Newbridge Massage. God. I I followed this stray dog in. <laughs> I don't even want to know. I I think I hear Officer Harris coming. Oh. I'll have to get back with all G's. Oh. 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 That might be the saddest character ever to call the show. Oh, my goodness. Holy moly. Was that guy even a a, a, a minister? Well, thanks for listening to another episode of Best Show Gems. This is a sampling of the full three-hour Best Show on WFMU, which can be heard each and every Tuesday night live at WFMU.org, Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. until midnight Eastern Standard Time. You can listen anywhere on the globe at WFMU.org. If you're in the New York area, you can listen over your radio at 91.1. If you're in the Hudson Valley area, outside of New York City, check out the show at 90.1. 
And if you need more information on the show, go to friendsoftom.com. That is the best show on WFMU website. I want to thank a few people who are uh, instrumental in making sure this show takes place every other week. I want to thank Martin DeGrell, who is the executive producer of Best Show Gems and the curator of this program. Thank you, Martin. Mel Matsuoka, who is the, uh, the man who has been in charge of the entire Best Show on WFMU archiving for ages now. He is the architect behind this whole thing. None of it would be happening without you, Mel. Thank you so much. John Worcester, of course. Thank you for all the stuff uh, you do and we do together. You're the funniest dude alive. AP Mike for all your work helping keep the show running smoothly. I want to thank Spoonie for coming up with the Best Show Gems logo. And again, if you want to listen to a full episode of the Best Show on WFMU, go to WFMU.org. There are archives up there covering the entire decade plus of the Best Show on WFMU. They're all waiting up there for you to listen to at WFMU.org. And thank you for listening to this, and we hope to... uh, have you hear us soon i don't know if you're hearing it or not i'm gonna assume you are so thank you so much and uh we will see you soon bye